the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. All of my brothers and sisters all across West Central Florida, I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Salem Media Tampa. I am so glad that you're with us this afternoon. We're going to be wrapping up yet another week together. And uh, as we have seen some very historic times in our nation, and uh, it has uh, just a great deal of spiritual implications and influences on our lives. And each day as we have shared this together, I have certainly uh, been in all of um, our audience because... Uh, We have uh, done our best to take uh, direction from the Lord to encourage you each and every day and to talk about some of the issues that matter. But uh, these are historic times, not only in the history of America, they are truly historic times in the history of the church, particularly the church in America. And on this Friday afternoon, as uh, we are contemplating once again what will be Uh, The scene throughout the streets of America tonight, tomorrow night, uh, Sunday, Monday, also during the day. Uh, I I just tell you how much that I am praying to the Lord to forgive us. And I'm asking the Lord to forgive us. Because we are seeing on the streets of our nation, whether it's a peaceful protest or it's not a peaceful protest, We are seeing what we are reaping because of what we have sowed as a nation. Now, we haven't been a perfect nation, just like you are not perfect and I'm not perfect. And sometimes we'll get very wrapped up and we're ready to pounce when we see injustice. We're ready to pounce when someone's been unfair. Uh, But, you know, it's pouncing what it's all about or... Is it the dialogue? Is it the dialogue? And that's when it's going to be moving us forward. And and, and right now, as, as I just want to share as we begin this afternoon, what is apparent is in this country, first of all, 
large, large sections of America and Americans, they have turned their back on God. They have turned their back on the on the Judeo-Christian God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that our founding fathers based a great portion of our founding and operating documents on a couple thousand years ago. And I say it's evident because we had COVID-19, and I'm going to be sharing this thought in just a moment with Pastor David Murphy. Uh, He pastors at the Bayside Community Church North River Campus. He's going to be sharing uh, at the end of our broadcast today. But as I've been praying about what to say to you, our audience, what to share to you, our audience, uh, to begin our show today, a couple of things stood out of my mind. God has at least revealed a couple things to me that I think that he's revealed to all of us. And we have two phases. We have the COVID-19 phase, the, the, the worldwide pandemic that certainly has uh, wounded us here in America. And now we have the second wave. And that is so many people have taken to the streets uh, because of a, a very horrific act of injustice, murder, if you will, on the streets of Minneapolis. And George Floyd does matter. Now, there's a lot of misconceptions on both sides. There's a lot of assumptions, and there's a lot of people that are stirring things up on both sides. But but let me just share biblically what I think God is making very apparent to us. We learned during COVID-19 when we had to stay at home, when we couldn't uh, run down to the movie theater, we couldn't run down to, to the mall, we couldn't get relief by going out to a restaurant. And by having to stay close to our home quarters, we really realized all of the things that make up our life throughout a 24-hour period. And a lot of them had to do with pleasure, the selfishness. Now, don't get me wrong, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong about going to get a meal, enjoying uh, fellowship. Nothing wrong with, uh, you know, going fishing. Nothing wrong to go to the right movies when they come back. But I think it allowed all of us to sit back and if we're honest with ourselves to realize we we have infused our life with a lot of things that, number one, aren't godly, and number two, more importantly, they're not the best for our life from God's perspective. Now, let's look at page two, phase two. You know what's glaring us right in our our face? How much we have failed Jesus. How much we failed Jesus in the area collectively of what he told his disciples up in that upper room. You know, we've had one mission, and that is, number one, to go forth and make disciples. But how does that happen? As we love one another as Christ has loved us. 
can I ask you the question of the afternoon? How much love have you seen on the streets uh, of our listening area here with WTBN? How much love have you seen on the streets throughout the country? So what does that tell us? That tells us something very, very plain. And that is because what we're seeing in the streets is because we have not loved our our brothers and sisters in this country. We have not reached out to them as the Lord would have us to do. And so as we're moving forward, two great opportunities for us as we're going into this weekend. Continuing to not only evaluate our life, because I want to tell you that each life, each day of our life, it's precious. And if we're wise, we don't want to squander a single second of a single day on something that is either anti-Christ, or, which means anti-Christian. Any activity that's not for Christ, we know that it's against Christ. So how we spend our days, how we number the minutes of our day, that's so important. And to dedicate that to God, to abide with God, and to know the things that we should be cutting out of that precious day because of our two months of staying at home. And now on top of that, we are looking at life in America. Don't get me wrong. Sin pervades everything. We could not do enough as mere humans to solve the problem of racial inequality. We cannot do enough. We can't legislate enough laws to overcome all injustices. Hey, we, we, we wish we could. We would pray that we could. But as you know, there's only one solution. And that solution is Jesus Christ. Now that's understanding who his father is. In understanding that we, to some degree, are all on borrowed time. For you see, we are in the church age. We are in the time of the Gentiles. And remember that the Gentiles overran Jerusalem in A.D. 70. The Jews were dispersed all across the globe from that point forward. And as I mentioned yesterday, coming up on Sunday, it will be the 53rd anniversary of the 1967 war where the Israeli Defense Forces retook Jerusalem, retook the Temple Mound, and that set the clock moving. And so today we are seeing the work that's cut out before us in America. That verse also talks about the time. It is a time of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles comes to a close. That's scriptural. And what that means is when it comes to a close, Jesus is coming back from heaven. And we've been in the age of grace. We've been in the, in the time that, 
Jesus has allowed us to allow him to live through us and for us to to minister to everyone in all cultures. And that includes ministering to folks here in America. Our prosperity as Americans has blinded us to all of the blind spots we have in totally surrendering surrendering to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But what I'm excited about is you can surrender right now. You can surrender as a new believer and say, I, I want to live my life. I want my life to count. And I, and I want peace and joy in my life. Only Jesus is going to bring you peace and joy. You're not going to find it out on the streets. The only peace and joy you're going to find is when Christ fills you. And then as he loves you, you then love one another. And I want to tell you, today is the day if you have wandered away from the Lord, you felt uneasy since the day you went your way. Today, right now, you can come back to him. Because I believe we're getting closer and closer. I believe the time is shorter. Short. I think we need uh, I would I would I need to encourage you to get your lives right with him. I need to get my life right with him, and that's every day. That's that's sort of our walk with him. But I want to tell you, we need to share Jesus. And we need to show the love, not just talk about it. Amen. Show the love. And that is what I think our charge is as we deal as Jesus would deal on an individual basis with all of those who are on our streets today. For whatever reason, they're on the streets. Hey, I'm so glad you're with us. I'm Bill Bunkley here at the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, reminding you that coming up bottom of the hour, going to be talking with Dr. Ted Baer that movie guide, and we're going to talk about the Washington Post, who's called on Hollywood to make only movies about cops that show them in a bad light. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you call back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. For Auto Glass America, tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilizes the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Go 
pestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley Show, and all the praise and the honor and the glory goes to our Lord and Je- our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this afternoon. Hey, I want to remind you that um, you have an opportunity to get a good book. We're going to be giving away five copies of the book entitled "Imprisoned with ISIS: Faith in the Face of Evil," written by Peter Jasek. Now. We're going to be giving away five books. Two are going to be signed. Three are going to be unsigned. And we'll give them away at the end of June. And all you have to do right now is to go to letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. You'll see uh, the graphic, uh, the picture of the book. And uh, just click on that and uh, put your name in the hat. You can do that every day toward the end of the month. And, you know, as I was sharing uh, for uh, so many weeks and uh, not going to be letting up, it's important for us, I believe, to sort of go back and uh, incorporate the reading of a good book every day, reading a chapter, reading a couple of chapters. And so uh, we're now, as some of the books are starting to crank up again, there was a moratorium, but uh, I've got uh, several books. We're going to be talking to this author Uh, Peter Jasek, because I want to know more about how he walked through being in an ISIS prison and standing true to Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, this is a book where you're going to be able to read about prayers and you're going to learn about prayers that are answered and miracles. Now, what better way to spend uh, a few hours of your day each and every day? And so we're going to be having an opportunity to talk with more authors because I want to expose you to as many opportunities to to pick up a good book uh, if uh, you feel so inclined. Of course, you're listening to Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. I want to tell you that coming up in just a moment, we're going to head out to uh, Hollywood in California, L.A., Dr. Ted Baer, the founder, publisher of Movie Guide, is going to be with me. And uh, the top story I want to talk to him about is this this Washington Post opinion uh, that came out yesterday. And they are calling on Hollywood to stop making movies that have a favorable story about cops. Not just for movies, but for television programs. Now, can you imagine that? Now, the expertise of Dr. Bear, we'll have a chance to have him weigh in on that as well. Plus, we'll ask him about the AMC story of a couple of days ago, that if AMC doesn't open up all across America, not just here in Florida, and if Hollywood doesn't release some new films, some of the blockbusters between now and December, they may not make it. And will that alter movies in America? Some of the things we'll talk about as well, but that's coming up in just a moment. Also know that in the 5 o'clock hour, 
Don't want to miss my interview with our regular segment with Focus on the Family. Why? Well, I don't know if you missed the news, but in Utah, big change in Utah law as it relates to marriage. You know, in Utah, it was a felony to practice polygamy. Currently, the Mormon church, their official doctrine is not the doctrine of their founder, John Smith, who promoted polygamy. Polygamy is outlawed in the Mormon church. However, the Utah legislature, minus just a couple of votes, they have voted to decriminalize polygamy, dropping it from a felony down to a misdemeanor, like getting a parking ticket. Well, Glenn Stanton with Focus on the Family and I are going to have an in-depth discussion about that whole that whole idea of polygamy, the effect on women who are some of the multiple wives of polygamy, the effect on the children, and uh, that's going to be a very interesting discussion coming up at the 5 o'clock hour for Focus on the Family. And then uh, I'm excited because Pastor Dave Murphy, who pastors at Bayside Community Church North River Campus in Bradenton, He's going to be joining me at 5.30, and uh, i tell you what, he's on fire uh, for the Lord, but he's also uh, just an absolutely um, a blessing of a machine of Scripture as he uh, has been processing what God's telling us through COVID-19, what God's telling us uh, through uh, what's happening on the streets of America, so that's coming up in that hour. Plus, we've got some interesting topics at 4 o'clock to cover as well. When we are answered by uh, our answer stations here in West Central Florida, as well as Bradenton and Sarasota. But before we get to that, as we've been talking in just the last minute or two, you know, know, my dear brother and sister, that God is God is in the midst of this. And, and by the way, I'm waiting and anticipating and will not be surprised if there's yet another phase. We've had the COVID-19 phase. We've now had the the demonstrations in the streets phase. I think there may be more of a phase because I think that maybe we are coming to the end of the church age. I'm not telling you it's next week. I'm not telling you Jesus is coming on December 31st. I'm not telling you he's coming again in two years. But something has changed. There, something has changed. Now, if we end up moving in the next few months, next year or so, and, 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 and we have sort of a pulling back of these very dynamic changes, I'll be the first one to tell you that it's sort of really not yet. But, you know, if Scripture told us to look for certain things... If Scripture told us about the signs of the times, we would be disobedient if we didn't consider what's happening to us in our nation. Now, many false prophets will go out, and we always have a host of people who will say, well, I predicted this, I predicted that. And, you know, I believe there's prophets in the land today. I believe there's people who will warn us. But I tell you what, there's so much to be written about false prophets, 
false prophecy. And I think it's there because we must be very, very careful in these end times. We must be very, very, very careful to don't listen to me solely. Don't listen to any pastor solely. Sorry, pastors. But when you when you are shared with an instruction, when you are shared with something that says this is God's will, you need to pick up your copy of God's word. And you need to see if that's in there. And you need to understand that God and Jesus is very clear about people who add to his word or take away from his word. We have everything we need to, to chart our course. We have everything we need to stay on track. But we've got to be knowledgeable. We've got to be in the Word. And I want to encourage you because if you're listening today, you are a community leader right now. You are a community leader not only in your church but in our communities because we Christians have to share the good news of the gospel. And we have to show a hurting nation what loving one another is all about regardless of our skin color. And God's calling you, and you're an ambassador, and I want to help you take your charge this afternoon. Going to take a time out. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Dr. Ted Bear on uh, all things Hollywood. Don't go away. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump is hailing the latest jobs report. The government said that U.S. employers added 2.5 million workers to their payrolls last month. Economists were expecting them instead to slash another 8 million jobs. The unemployment rate fell unexpectedly in May to 13.3 percent. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio says the latest night of protest over the death of George Floyd was largely peaceful. De Blasio said the 8 p.m. curfew will continue through Sunday as planned, however, despite some signs that the city is calming. The United Nations Atomic Watchdog Agency says Iran has continued to increase its stockpiles of enriched uranium and remains in violation of its deal with world powers. The International Atomic Energy Agency reported the finding in a confidential document. On Wall Street, the Dow ahead over 3%. This is SRN News. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turn against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. 
Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips tips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk the following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We're going down to the river, down to the river. Down hey, we're back. It's Friday. We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you. You're worse than all of them put together. You are the most horrible of all. Pure evil. Just because you're tough doesn't mean we can't beat you. We're not here because we have to be. We are here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To change something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. Even me. Even me. But inside of us. We are all heroes. One person is not a team. But when we join together. Together. You don't stand a chance. We are glorious. We're resilient. We are powerful. And we will win. So stand up with us. Stand up to fight. Stand up to win. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. Uh, but, uh, yes. a, great, a great friend of mine, Professor Alvin Schmidt uh, from the University of Illinois, wrote a book on the American uh, Mohammed, which was about uh, you know his, uh, the start of Mormonism, and he considered himself the American Mohammed. So anyway, that's... Uh, it's a wonderful book if anybody wants to read it because you don't want uh, a surreptitious form of um, Muslim degrading of women to happen in America. Anyway, mm. let's go on. Well, a couple of things I wanted to start with. First of all, uh, a news story that broke today. It's one of our topics nationwide uh, with Salem Media. It is from the Washington Post. Here's the title. Shut down all police movies and TV shows now by Alyssa Rosenberg. 
Uh, it was actually dated uh, yesterday. And uh, if you read the article, she is calling on Hollywood to no longer do any TV shows or movies where law enforcement is put in a positive light. She wants them to be put in a negative light. Um, I'm curious, Dr. Barry, what are your thoughts about that? Well, you know, my basic thought, and God says, call no man Raka, so I don't want to call her stupid. Uh, I was wondering whether she was uh, related to the Rosenbergs who were revealing secrets to the Russians, you know, one mm. of the communist Rosenbergs. But anyway, it's it's an unworkable system. I, You know, people in Hollywood have their own <laughs> problems. But uh, a year ago, when we do this report to the entertainment industry, movies that are positive, patriotic, police, uh, army, CIA, all of that stuff, the positive average is about $150 million at the box office. And the anti, the negative, the bad police average is about $11 million at the box office. So if you want to lose... Uh, most of your box office, that'd be okay. But there's another problem, because I've been head of the TV department, TV department, City University of New York, and the TV department, the film department at Berkeley. You need jeopardy. You need, you know, conflict. Mm-hmm. Conflict drives. And what I used to teach people, because uh, somebody took over the PBS show I did in New York, and he didn't understand. You've got to ask tough questions. You've got to drive conflict. Conflict is what makes the entertainment media, and one of the easiest conflicts is cops and robbers. That's what kids play, cops and robbers. I don't want to say that they play cowboys and Indians because that's really politically incorrect. So as uh, Gene Roddenberry, who I worked with on a project for ABC, said, all Star Trek is is wagon train in the sky. So now we've replaced (laughs) cowboys and Indians. conservative standpoint with uh, what comes out of the New York Times, what comes out of the Washington Post, but uh, just very quickly that it it does speak to at least how her or her newspaper feels is the influence of Hollywood, and and they want to have an influence on the influencers. That's something to to really ponder. You're you're right about that, but you know that one of those, Durante, was a New York Times reporter who, who lifted up Stalin in the 1940s and, you know, was discredited then, um, although he had won a Pulitzer Prize, and then he was discredited again when the Black Book of Communism came out with all the people that he was supporting who were the people killing, you know, the 9 million Ukrainians and the 60 million other people. Um, You know, so the New York Times lost all credibility. Now, when people, when the penny drops, you know, and the New York Post, I was at the U.S. Attorney's Office, Southern District of New York, I hate to say it, when the New York Times, you know, was fighting uh, with the Pentagon Papers, 
and we had to, I had to carry the Pentagon Papers because I was the lowest man on the totem pole and all that stuff. But boy, I've made seven politically incorrect marks in uh, in a second. But anyway, <laughs> you know, the New York Times has has drifted further and further into. Uh, you know, pseudo-intellectualism and insanity and a lack of history. And if it touts uh, Durante anymore, for who is a hardcore communist, and if the Post, who lied about their involvement to the Pentagon Papers, which they did not do, and they made a movie, because they're, they're now owned by people who want to tout their papers. But they're touting things that are, that are just, it, it makes yellow journalism in the 1920s look like it was wholesome. It really makes the yellow journalism before that that caused the Cuban uh, invasion, all of that stuff, and uh, thank God it got Teddy Roosevelt out of that. It just makes it look like, you know, child's play because they have become so completely disengaged from mm-hmm. wit and wisdom. Mm. Listen to the voice of Dr. Ted Baer, the founder and publisher of Movie Guide, reminding you to make sure that movieguide.org is a uh, uh, one of your favorites on your home or office PC. Also download their apps for your smartphone. Won't be long, hopefully, that we'll have a chance to go see a movie. want to ask you very quickly, and that is uh, a- uh, AMC uh, announced that unless their theaters were to open up uh, wide in a widespread fashion, even though they're allowed to open here in Florida as of today, we're going into phase two, uh, they said, hey, we got to have widespread opening, and Hollywood has to release some of these blockbusters this year and not next year. Uh, what is your reaction to the statement and, and those two preconditions? Well, Hollywood is already uh, planning on releasing some Christopher Nolan's film, which is going to be a big one. I was uh, had a birthday party on Pentecost because... God saw fit to birth the church that day, and, and that was my birthday. Um, that's a joke, but it was. Uh, well, but that's a good heritage. A, a director, writer who's done 160, 70 movies, uh, who came to Christ under our ministry, wrote some of, uh, you know, he, he his movie is coming out on 9-11. He's very anxious for Tenet to come out. All these things are in play. They're, they, they want to come out. They need to make money. They want to be recognized. So uh, AMC is in a little bit different position because it used to be based in Florida, and it had a a Christian uh, uh, person who started it, and it used to be a wonderful ally of ours, you know, and then the Chinese, uh, I think, bought it, and um, you can correct me on that. But it's, it's now a little bit disconnected, and it's put itself into a bad position because it didn't upgrade as fast as Regal and everybody else. But all of them needed to open uh, nationwide, and you know why it needs to, because it's the the numbers that that just augments all of the advertising costs. The average Hollywood movie costs around fifty million dollars to advertise. Fifty mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. They buy ink by the barrel, as the New York Times used to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they need a broad. They need to get. If they're going to spend $106 million on a movie plus $50 million on advertising, Christopher Nolan's next movie, you've got to make $300 million. They can't do that if only a few theaters are right. open in Georgia, Texas, and Florida. You've got to be open nationwide. It's not just AMC that needs it. It's Warner Brothers that needs it. It's Disney that needs it. It needs to have that economy of scale. If anybody's forgotten who Adam Smith was, they should read The Wealth of Nations. So they're... They're saying the obvious, 
And everybody out here wants it to happen because I meet with them. They came over to my house. Several of them have come to Christ through the ministry, mm-hmm. and they're good friends. So uh, nobody doesn't want it. I mean, the only person, <laughs> well, maybe the progressives and the politicians right. who are right. absolutely out to lunch and don't understand economies and don't understand Adam Smith, they're the ones who are, who are, who are ruining the situation. Mm. Listen to the voice of Dr. Ted Bear and um, founder and publisher of Movie Guide. That website, again, is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Probably can't get to all the articles I wanted to showcase today, but in light of what we've been seeing, we've got about three minutes left. Uh, Dr. Bear, you wrote a piece yourself called Insights from a Redeemed Revolutionary. Um, from that article and, and just living in the times that we're living in the last few days, uh, talk to us. Well, I, I grew up in the entertainment industry. My parents were stars, and uh, I was adrift, and after my mother died, I was more adrift. I, you know, there are a lot of different themes to this. But at one point when I was at NYU Law School, which was very liberal, um, leftist, you know, the founder of all these uh, really hardcore Marxist organizations, I worked with a Mar- Marxist law firm uh, that was representing the Chicago 7, and, uh, you know, I led up the law school coalition against the war in Southeast Asia. And I, you know, went and confronted uh, Mansfield and all the Nixon administration because that's who I was. And I, we marched, uh, you know, we took over the administration building before that at Dartmouth. And then we uh, marched on the library at NYU. And, you know, somehow, because I wasn't a Christian, God struck me when I was walking up with my best friend, who's still in New York and still on the left, um, uh, you know, it struck me, why are we attacking? We're graduating in one month. If we burn the library down, you know, we're not going to have any way to graduate. Mm-hmm. So I turn yeah. around and start talking to people and say, look, maybe we shouldn't burn the library because if we don't, if we get our degree, we can actually represent you and help you. <laughs> and, so, and I look at the crowd, and the students that started out there were replaced by longshoremen and everything. And this stuck with me, seeing their faces. In fact, I talked to my friend who's still on the left about it. Uh, the other day. I mean, it was just, it was clear that the whole movement had been taken over by uh, radicals that had been paid, paid thugs uh, mm-hmm. to join these, uh, uh, this march. And we stopped them. And a couple of years later, you know, with all my searching, all of my anger, all of my, you know, I understand it. It was fun to go after the library. It was fun to do those things. Uh, doesn't sound like fun from your point of view, but when I came to Christ, I had four women who had come to Christ through Billy Graham. They, you know, they urged me to read the Bible. They didn't make me, but it took me a long time to submit because I thought Christians were crazy. And got about thirty seconds. When I came to Christ, everything changed. Everything changed. I realized that the key was the love of God. And when I went to South Africa, I said, you know, the key is the love of God. You got to love your neighbor as yourself. That's Mm. the only thing that's going to change our society. Mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. Make sure you sure. go to movieguide.org. That's right. Go to movieguide.org. That is an article from Dr. Bear. It is entitled Insights from a Redeemed Revolutionary. Make sure you also check out the articles of Off the Rails, courtroom drama on CBS TV. A great piece about uh, the faith uh, and commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ by Mickey Rooney. And uh, why uh, uh, bringing up Bates is a great, wholesome opportunity. Dr. Ted Bear, we're out of, we're out of time, but thank you so much for sharing today. Look forward to our next opportunity. I do, too. I look forward to it. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. 
The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. And Bill Carl here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom, and you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and, and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that. And it's uh, it's the little messages. You know, like, I, and I, I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. I, but I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter... If you've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent, you you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive, your actions can be positive, and your your words can be positive. And I would say firsthand experience here, when you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve, You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Salem Media, Tampa. Hey, how would you like to win a thousand buckaroos for your dad? Hey, have you heard about our special Father's Day celebration contest? You just might win our Father's Day sweepstakes. And with that, that would be $1,000 in cash for your dad. Now, this is a nationwide contest, but you know it's very easy to enter. All you have to do is go to our website at letstalkfaith.com or choose one of our social networks to get started. 
And all you have to do is just put your name in the hat, and you will be available for the drawing. And uh, that's going to close out in a few days on June the 12th. But remember, just like our book giveaway, you can put your name in once a day, once a day, once a day. And so i tell you what, I would be excited to be able to share that you won $1,000 for your dad. So don't wait. Enter our contest today. Well, I want to just wrap up our first hour as, um, as always. It's a Friday afternoon. But I, I want to just share something from someone about an issue that's very close to our hearts. And, you know, it has to do with George Floyd. And it has to do with Terrence Floyd. And Terrence Floyd spoke yesterday at the memorial for George there in Brooklyn. And I think he had something very, very interesting to say that I I, I hope that all of us would listen to Uh, But, you know, with some of the the voices that are out and some of the uh, aggression on all sides that's happening right now, I don't know if this will be heard. But I think for those of us who are followers of Christ, I think that uh, what uh, Terrence had to say is something that's important to all of us. And so I want to take us back for a short portion of his remarks yesterday in Brooklyn for the memorial service for George Floyd. And um, this is uh, a brother in Christ. Uh, this family are brothers and sisters in Christ. And and I believe George Floyd was our brother in Christ. Let's listen in. I'm proud of the protest, but I'm not proud of the destruction. I'm going to say that again. I'm proud of the protest, but I'm not proud of the destruction. The Floyds is a God-fearing family. I want to thank God. I was mad. I was upset. But I want to thank God. It wasn't his fault. It was his purpose. It was his will. It took me a few days to come to that realization. But I want to thank God. Mm, some moving words from uh, Terrence Floyd. And you know, those words are difficult to say. When it's your brother. They're difficult to say when in the flesh your brother was unjustly killed. You know, when you think about brothers, it brought to mind something that happened in the life of myself and my brother. Certainly not in comparison to this with George Floyd. But there was a time when my brother was uh, battling diabetes, not too many years ago. And he went into the Shands Hospital there in Jacksonville. 
to, to get some treatment uh, on his legs. And he had already had one of his legs amputated. He was there about 24 hours, and I got a call that my brother had contracted MRSA. The worst kind of MRSA you can have. There's different strains. Some of them are very ruthless. And he got the ruthless one, one of the ruthless ones. We and uh, a good friend of mine, Dr. Randy Armstrong, um, we hopped in the car and ran up to to the hospital and uh, had to don all the special protective gear and uh, found out that of no no reason on his side that he's got this disease and it was fatal and in a couple of days of going back and forth uh, he went home to be with the Lord and your first reaction as a family member is you can be angry at God you can scratch your head um, but with all the pressure that uh, Terrence Floyd is experiencing with all of the various voices for him to take a stand on his family and his beliefs you know God was not caught unaware of what happened to George Floyd and I'm always very careful to talk about whether God allowed something in his direct will or his permissive will Uh, but either way God was not taken by surprise, and there is a purpose in this. So, as we shared earlier in the program, you know, phase two that I like to refer to as what's causing the demonstrations, it's time for us to realize that to love one another is where we have greatly failed in this country, and that's causing the issues we have today. So I, I pray that as uh, we get into more of the program and this weekend, pray about what you can do to change this paradigm in American life. We need to be out. We need to be sharing Christ. And we need to be showing that love while we are sharing Christ. When I come back, well, 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 a quite unexpected unemployment report. We'll hear from the president. I'll tell you more about what's coming up in the next couple of hours. All that on the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Media Tampa. Hey, hang with us. In just a moment, I'll be back along with our answer stations. Don't go away. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 a.m. as we welcome Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jesus is real, folks, and he cares about you. I know he's about new beginnings and breaking the bondage over our lives that has held us. And if we'll turn our faces to him in humility and sincerity, he'll bring freedom to our lives. We don't have to leave here like we came. Don't miss Alan Jackson Ministries, 
Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. During a visit to Maine today to meet with commercial fishing businesses, President Trump raised objection to an EU tariff on lobsters, threatening a reprisal if that tariff is not dropped. European Union charges us a tariff. They don't charge Canada a tariff. This is for the press. So Canada doesn't pay a tariff for the same exact lobster in the same waters, but we pay a tariff. If European Union doesn't drop that tariff immediately, we're going to put a tariff on their cars, which will be equivalent. President Trump also took action today to allow commercial fishing at a marine conservation area off the New England coast. Also at SRNews.com, prosecutors are investigating after a video captured police in Buffalo, New York, shoving a 75-year-old man who then fell back and cracked his head. The video shows the man identified as Martin Gugino, approaching a line of officers, clearing demonstrators from Niagara Square around curfew time. The man falls backward and hits his head on the pavement. The mayor says the man now in serious condition. President Trump describes the latest unemployment data as outstanding. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton has more in this report. Economists had predicted several million more job losses in May, but U.S. employers added two and a half million workers to their payrolls. And the president was quick to trumpet the news. Today is probably, if you think of it, the greatest comeback in American history. But it's not going to stop here. It's going to keep going. He believes the worst of the coronavirus pandemic and its economic fallout is behind us and says the economy is going to go up like a rocket ship. Greg Clugston, Washington. And that jobs report gave Wall Street a shot of adrenaline. The Dow is ahead 795 points ahead of the closing bell. This is SRN News. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com, sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood. The Southern Baptist Convention decries racism. SRN's Michael Harrington reports. Ronnie Floyd, who heads the denomination's executive committee, says, quote, we have witnessed with our own eyes in the streets of one of our major cities a black man being murdered slowly and cruelly. In an op-ed for Baptist Press, the SBC leader laments the killing of George Floyd and the rioting that has followed, adding that no government or political party can solve the problem of racism, only Jesus Christ. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Violence carried out by Muslim terrorists has spread from Burkina Faso's north to its western breadbasket, leaving thousands of people hungry and threatening to cut off food for millions more in the country on the edge of the Sahara Desert. 
Muslims and Christians have lived side by side in Burkina Faso for years, but the spread of Islamic radicalism threatens the fabric of society. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Group. Phone lines are open always at 877-943-9673. A personal welcome to those of you listening on AM 860 this afternoon, as well as those of you listening on AM 930. So excited when uh, our answer folks throughout uh, Central Florida get a chance to join us, as well as in Sarasota and in Bradenton. Uh, Welcome to the discussion this afternoon. Of course, uh, my brothers and sisters on our Faith Talk station, AM 57910. What uh, what a week it has been, but I am delighted to be with you this afternoon, and uh, we've got a little bit to cover this hour, and I think that some of the topics you're going to find interesting and engaging. Uh, First of all, just want to give you a quick update that uh, tropical storm, and yes, it is a tropical storm again uh, Cristobal is on the move, and uh, we've got uh, some important things to just to remind you, and that is uh, one of the big things is storm surge. That's right, storm surge. we got a storm surge that we're going to have to be dealing with, and uh, even as these clouds roll in and out from about uh, our area, possibly even in the Sarasota-Bradenton area on up, we have to be uh, very, very careful uh, about uh, getting out there and swimming. And so uh, we're going to have some storm surge, and we could have some of those riptides that are going on as well. Uh, we have to certainly uh, have an opportunity to check into that. But uh, we've got uh, an advisory about our storm, and let me just share that here top of the hour for you to get ready. And that is Tropical Depression. Cristobal is currently over the Yucatan Peninsula and is expected to move out over the southern Gulf waters later today. Now, Cristobal is expected to re-strengthen into a tropical storm as it moves northward towards the central Gulf states, particularly into Louisiana. Uh, the large wind field associated with Cristobal will lead to a risk for coastal flooding along our eastern Gulf Coast. As a result, we are now under a storm surge for the northern 
counties of our listening area. Uh, a storm surge watch is now in effect from Arapica northward. Inland flooding as well. Uh, we're warned about those rip currents and dangerous seas are also possible throughout the weekend. Now, uh, that just tells us about the high surf advisory. And keep in mind that if we have, uh, and it looks like we may have uh, one of, uh, right now, I can tell you if you are in Sarasota, uh, Port Charlotte, and just off the coast, we've got a, a, a pretty severe a band of, uh, of uh, thunderstorms moving through. We've had a couple of lightning strikes here uh, close to my location in Tampa. And so uh, uh, when these are, are coming through, we could have some localized flooding. And remember, driving through neighborhoods. If you're driving through a neighborhood and you've got uh, one, two, two and a half, three feet of water and you're going through that, hey, don't go barreling through any intersections with water. You're only going to have an issue. And uh, let's all stay, 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 this out, stay, stay safe this afternoon as uh, we're uh, marching onward into the weekend. Well, also today it is phase two. Uh, for some of you, you're going to the gym. There's more people in the gym. Some of you have all sorts of activities you can plug into. And so as we're going into phase two, I just wanted to take a moment and tell you and remind you, please don't forget the very uh, common sense things to do if you're going to venture out. We have COVID-19, which is still among us. Now, there's a lot that could be debated about how potential or how potent or how non-potent or what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. But I'm going to tell you that if you're going to go out, hey, do the smart thing. Number one, don't forget about the six-foot distancing. Don't forget about, I'm just going to tell you, wear a mask. I wear a mask because it, you know, it keeps me from, uh, you know, breathing on somebody else. But I also think there's some, a little bit of protection. If I don't get within six feet of someone and I'm not hanging within six feet of someone for, you know, four or five minutes or more, um, I think I'll be pretty safe. And remember that not necessarily recommended to wear gloves, but if, if you're not going to wear gloves, which I don't recommend now, Hey, when you go to a store, you're picking things up, just pick it up, put it in the cart. You know, be conscious for a few moments. Don't put your hands to your face. When you leave that establishment, you're going to get in your car, you're going to drive home, you're going to be touching the steering wheel, touching the gear shift, touching the handles of your car. Then you're going to get home, and whether you pop the garage door up or not, you're going to be touching some sort of doorknob in your house. Hey, do what you're going to do. Go out and eat, do whatever, but... When you come home, you know, go right to your sink, wash your hands in that hot water for 30 seconds, and then take a wipe. And even if you've got to take your own, I mean, we've been making our own wipes here with chlorine and paper towels, then go back out and backtrack. You'll wipe off your steering wheel, wipe, wipe off your keys, wipe off where you did your door handle, wipe off the door of your house. You know, if you do that and we get out and about, you know, be smart to yourself. Take care of yourself. And uh, for someone, uh, I'm, I'm walking through my journey post-leukemia, bone marrow transplant. Uh, my great medical team at Moffitt has uh, got me on track. It, but The Lord is in control. But you know what? I got an, an immune system 
that uh, is not up to snuff because of the drugs that I'm taking for another, well, probably a year and a half. So I'm very sensitive to taking care of myself. I'm very sensitive. My mother-in-law is in an assisted living facility who just had a nurse that went in there and didn't know it, but uh, she afterwards found out she was COVID-19 positive, a visiting nurse. Fortunately, the two patients and no one in that facility is testing positive for COVID-19. But I want you to hear my heart that that I want to keep reminding you, don't get sloppy when you're going out. Let's remember that uh, just because we're so preoccupied with trying to find some healing in our country uh, with all of the distrust that's that's boiling over the streets, we must continue uh, to be vigilant about this. And uh, so, so very important. Now, uh, we're going to talk about the big story of the day. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Now, let me just say that one of the big stories of the day, I misspoke, but it is something that came out of nowhere. It is something that we didn't expect. And it's an indication, and uh, it was such a, it was such a, a report that wasn't expected. Uh, we're going to be hearing from the President of the United States here in just a moment because what a remarkable, remarkable report that has come in. Now, first of all, for the last several weeks, we know the big hit that our economy has been taking um, here locally. We're going to lose several within our uh, Central Florida uh, listening area for uh, our stations. We're going to lose some J.C. Penney stores. Just another step in the line between Sears and years ago Montgomery Wards, and you know our box stores were already in a, 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 just in a, in a landmine, if you will, of trying to survive. But how about this news flash? The unemployment rate this morning dropped. That's right, dropped to 13.3% in May. Can I tell you what that means? The job market is coming back. The job market is coming back. Now remember, we had a record high in April. And what I believe is, is that is a clear indication that our economy is indeed recovering faster than the experts were predicting. Are you ready for this next number? Two and a half million, two and a half million jobs were added in May. Now, we're way down. Don't, don't admit, we've got a long way to go, so please don't uh, think that I'm not aware of, of, of how much we've lost and, and how you're hurting out there if uh, you are in the ranks of the unemployed. But when you talk about already in one month, two and a half million jobs added, and by the way, we made records going down, but you know what? Under the leadership of this president, we have had the biggest increase on record last month. Last month. Now, 
keep in mind we've got a, a tall hill to climb because it looks like that uh, between April and March we lost about 22 million jobs. So I just want to tell you that even right now there's probably about 20 or 21 million still out of work, but but I want to tell you that this is a good news. This is some great progress. And so, you know, probably the president's not going to get a whole lot of credit. But this morning, he assembled his team talking about the greatest comeback in American history. Well, can't argue with the facts of that that data, but let's take it to the White House. Even countries that you think they're doing well, they don't talk about 150,000 as being median. $150,000. That's tremendous. That's a great tribute to the people of our country. The job surge that we're seeing right now is widespread. Leisure and hospitality added 1.2 million jobs. Construction jobs are up, listen to this, 464,000. Education and health services rose 424,000. Retail trade is up 368,000. And here's the one I like the best. Remember, previous administration, that you need a magic wand for manufacturing. Manufacturing, which we had up to 600,000 jobs prior to the plague, manufacturing rose to 225,000 jobs, up by. So we picked up 225,000 manufacturing jobs. That's very unexpected. Everything, Everything that you've seen this morning is unexpected, even the pros sitting here would understand that, everything. We also smashed expectations on the unemployment rate. The prediction was that the unemployment rate would rise to over 20%, and instead it dropped to around a little more than 13%, slight difference. And this time, the greatest comeback in American history. Today is probably, if you think of it, the greatest comeback in American history, but it's not gonna stop here. It's going to keep going because so many places are closed. I was watching our great vice president today uh, being interviewed on CNBC. Well, I want to tell you, I want to give you three more numbers very quickly. going to take a break. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed just a few moments ago up 829.1 points. That was up 3.15% to close at 27,110.98. S&P 500 up 2.62%, up 81.58 points to close at 3193.93. And a brand new record on the NASDAQ, up 2.06%, up 198.2 points for a new close high of 98.1408. Hey, what do you think? Are we coming back? 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? 
don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at Watch Sale media.com that's watch salemmedia.com as life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest free g'day i'm scott from plug-in pest free the electromagnetic device that utilizes the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away 100 percent chemical free and environmentally friendly Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Gopestfree.com, promo code Pest 20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Hey, we're back. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think about the progress that we are making? This is a very, very, very good start. And I want to tell you that uh, for the people who have a lot at stake, and those are the, uh, you could call them some of the hedge funds, the institutional investors, uh, I'm not a betting man, you know that, but I can clearly see someone that's placing a bet. Those who are the most trained on the big numbers, on the big economy, you can see what's happening in today's session betting big. They were not expecting what they just saw. Now, by the way, what are your thoughts about today's news? Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm going to be sharing more about uh, some President uh, Trump comments uh, in just a moment. What reminds you that uh, we have our brand new book of the month here for Regnery Publishing. And today's book is entitled Irresponsible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters, written by Abigail Schreier. Now, we've got five copies of this Regnery Publishing book available. Two will be signed. Five will be unsigned. Five new books. All you have to do to put your name in the hat for this particular read is uh, either go to TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, or go to TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. And when we get to the end of the June, just right here uh, in our whole West Central Florida family of our answer stations, uh, five of you will be drawn from the hat. And reminding you that in all of our book giveaways, Uh, You can register each and every day through the month, which obviously increases your answers to be uh, your your opportunity to be able to uh, score a win 
uh, in one of these areas. Well, as we get back to today and um, what's going to be happening in the days to come, wanted to give you a couple of, of just headlines here before we take it back to the the president that um, is going to make some comments on what he believes uh, have been his accomplishments for the black community. He's going to be sharing about some meetings uh, in the Oval Office at the White House with some of the uh, leaders of uh, black colleges. Uh, but a couple of uh, updates, you know, right now, uh, Universal Studios is open and uh, was looking at some of the uh, footage coming from there. I think it was uh, the frequent flyers, uh, those that are part of the the crew that uh, keeps an annual pass. I think it was open to them today, and that allows the park to sort of uh, practice, if you will, with a smaller crowd of the things they're going to do to keep us safe. Um, by the way, we are looking, uh, we have, uh, news in that, uh, there is a very extremely large group that is planning to travel and to gather in Washington, D.C. tomorrow to demonstrate and to protest. So want to keep that in our thoughts and prayers. That's going to be happening, uh, tomorrow. And uh, you'll probably see where there's uh, definitely a feud going on between the mayor of uh, Washington, D.C., that is Muriel uh, Bowser. Uh, She is none too happy with uh, the White House having uh, backup to protect the White House, that being members of our uh, various National Guard units uh, that have come in from around the country. Well, uh, she's basically kicking them out of the hotels. That's right. She's kicking them out of the hotels, saying that the city doesn't have the money, doesn't have the budget. So at the moment that she is kicking the folks out of the hotels, uh, another thing that you'll probably pick up in the news, uh, in 16th Avenue right there at the White House, and, and, and they have workers now that are painting a message on that street uh, in Washington, D.C. And the message in big, bold, yellow letters is Black Lives Matter. Now, I don't know if that is in in anticipation of uh, what we uh, have come to understand from some of the groups talking about uh, the promoting this huge event in uh, D.C. tomorrow. But nonetheless, wanted to get uh, that information out to you uh, this afternoon because uh, not only to, to follow and track the story, but at the same time to uh, be able to uh, pray about that for those of you uh, who are so inclined to do so. Well, whether it's COVID-19 and whether it's, um, and you're going to hear this later if you take, track us all the way to the end of the Bill Bunkley show, uh, at 5.30 today, we're going to be having uh, Pastor David Murphy uh, with the uh, Bayside Community Church North River Campus uh, in Bradenton. Uh, well, he's going to be sharing even his frustration, COVID-19. Is it going up? Is it going down? Is it is it affecting us more than, say, the flu or not enough as a flu? Are we protecting ourselves or are we not? Well, it seems like every everything we're trying to walk through now in the what I call the two major phases that have hit us 
Uh, you know, we've been hit with the COVID-19 phase for two months, shutting, shutting down our economy, uh, putting us uh, in, in somewhat of a, of a panic uh, to stay at home, to uh, uh, try to keep from uh, not only acquiring it, but spreading the COVID-19 virus. Now we have phase two where massive distrust all around the major major cities of America taking to the streets. And uh, uh, another aspect of, uh, as, as we're looking at life, not only in America, but uh, around the globe. But uh, even, even what we're talking about here, and I'm going to have to hold over for just a moment to let you hear from the president because uh, we actually don't have enough time to get that cut in. But uh, the idea is that a lot of voices are talking about what the president is doing, what the president's not doing. Uh, What are the good things the president is doing? What are the bad things? And even what are the despicable things the president is doing? Uh, To say that we are in a country of a war of words would be a tremendous understatement. But uh, in a moment, we're going to take a break and uh, let you check in with uh, our wonderful, wonderful uh, sponsors and uh, those of businesses and services and uh, uh, other uh, entities that uh, think uh, uh, think highly of uh, your listenership this afternoon and they want to be part of uh, of uh, sharing uh, this platform with you. So we're going to hear from them in just a moment. But when we come back, we're going to let the, the president himself. Uh, talk about uh, the fact that he believes that nobody has ever done more for the black community than what uh, he, President Trump, uh, has accomplished. And um, we'll hear from the president on that. We'll also hear from the president some comments on equal justice. Both of those comments uh, coming from this morning. Now, reminding you that uh, on Monday... Monday morning, we'll be reposting the podcast of this show, The Bill Bunkley Show. And you're welcome to download it, copy it, send it to others. Uh, But it'll be there for you to take a look at. Always remember, if you want to share a comment, give me a call, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show here uh, with the Salem Media Group. This is our crime. This is our sin. But I still believe. I still believe. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Minneapolis has agreed to ban chokeholds by police and to require officers to try to stop any other officers they see using improper force. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says the latest night of protest over the death of George Floyd were largely peaceful. De Blasio says the 8 p.m. curfew, though, will continue through Sunday as planned. U.S. forces carrying out two sets of airstrikes against the Taliban in western and southern Afghanistan. The strikes were the first following a brief ceasefire declared by the insurgents for a major Muslim holiday last month. Stocks closing out the week with a bang after a closely watched report on the jobs market surprised investors, employers adding 2.5 million jobs in May. The Dow gained 829 points today. The Nasdaq ahead 198. The S&P tacked on 81. This is SRN News. 
In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Maybe you can relate to this. A lot of people think they're stuck with their health plan. It costs too much, or for whatever reason, they just don't like it. The great news, you are not stuck with it. There is a choice. It's called MediShare, and you could save so much. The typical savings for a family is 500 bucks a month. Major difference maker. This is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And just to give you a little more info about MediShare, it's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's worked beautifully for 26 years, has more than 400,000 members, and they've shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So, yes, they can help share your needs, too. So you're not stuck. There's an excellent alternative. Whether you're single or married, you got a family, MediShare is super flexible. You can choose an option that works for you and start saving lots of money. You can join anytime. They're great to talk to. No pressure. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Salem Media Group. Got some breaking news, not a lot of details, but just to let you know, um, Newswatch 8, as well as Eagle 8, uh, is uh, over Brooksville, Florida, as uh, I'm speaking this afternoon. We understand that there are protesters and counter-protesters gathering in Brooksville. I have no details, but the fact that we have two competing groups uh, that are meeting and protesting, and the times that we are in right now with uh, uh, certainly heightened anxieties. Uh, just want to pass that along that uh, we've gotten that report in, 
and uh, we'll have to uh, take a look and uh, monitor that situation as well. Well, there's a lot of tension in America. And quite frankly, there's a very important presidential election coming up in just a few months. How we get from here to there, who knows? I don't know. Uh, But there's a lot of perceptions that are being cast. Uh, There's a lot of decisions being made for political reasons. There's a lot of things that are being said that are not true. And by the way, I'm telling you that those situations happen in politics on all sides. And so earlier today, uh, we, uh, through the the first years of the Trump uh, presidency, Uh, I know that I am aware of some initiatives the president has brought to bear on behalf of uh, African Americans. Uh, Whether he has gotten credit for those or not, that's in the eyes of the beholder. If he did not get enough credit or too much credit or the fact that uh, some will say he has done nothing and did nothing, well, uh, that's part of uh, the America that we live in because We can't get a straight answer on COVID-19 without the spin. Uh, And so uh, as we are monitoring this afternoon what's happening uh, not only in Brooksville but around the country, let's go back to this morning in Washington, D.C., as uh, the president wants to talk about uh, three things. He wants to talk about renew, rebuild, and recover, three phases that he's rolling out for uh, what we have been seeing uh, that have been the the uh, the demonstrations and uh, the protests in the streets. So let's go back to Washington, and uh, here is our president talking about that and the accomplishments he believes he has done for uh, the black community. Morning, a tremendous announcement. It was shocking to even great pros. I watched Maria Bartiroma. I watched Jim Cramer. I watched a lot of people. Joe Kiernan, he was pretty positive. Charles Payne, he was very positive for a long time. A lot of people got it right. They had confidence in me. They had confidence in this team, and they got it right. I think that's the only thing they could base it on, because we were on uncharted territory. I'd like to just say that renewal, restoration, and recovery of the most vulnerable areas of America is going to be my focus. It's going to be a big focus because it's taking care of itself, but we have to help that very vulnerable area. They're vulnerable. It's not right, and we're helping them, and we have helped them in the past, and we're also to opportunity zones, criminal justice reform. Nobody's ever done for the black community what President Trump has done. Think of it. Historically, black small colleges and universities. They would come here for money every year, every year for many, many years. After three years, I said, why are you doing this? Why do you keep coming here? They said, because we come. I said, don't you give, get a long-term deal so you don't have to come? The head of one of the very respected colleges looked at me and said, sir, we're like beggars. Every year we have to come to Washington and beg for money. I said, you should have a long-term deal. And we signed a long-term deal, so they don't have to come. I'll miss them. I told him I'll miss them. I got to know them. But the first year, I didn't think anything of it. The second year, I said, that's strange. Why are you here? And then the third year, not so long ago, same people, the heads of the historically black small colleges and universities, 44 people, maybe a little more than that, a little less than that sometimes, 
But after three years, I said, what are you doing? They said, the past administration did nothing for us. The administration before that did nothing for that. So I'm going to do it. So we did the Opportunity Zones with Senator Tim Scott, who's been fantastic. And by the way, it's one of the great unknowns because the Opportunity Zones, you don't talk about it. It's one of the most incredible success stories ever in terms of the inner cities and in terms of uh, black and Hispanic and Asian unemployment. Opportunity Zones, you ought to do some stories about Opportunity Zones. Billions and billions of dollars of private money is, are being invested and putting people to work and getting money that they've never made before. So it's been really a terrific thing. It's now time for us to work together as we rebuild, renew and recover the great promise of America. And that's true. We're going to work together. It'll all work out. It'll all work out. Some governors may need a little help yet. Well, that was President Donald Trump earlier today uh, talking about uh, uh, not only uh, some of the commentary on he and his presidency this morning among the cable news networks as well as uh, uh, working with some of the, the leaders of some of the black colleges uh, over the years that he has been in the presidency. Uh, one more uh, cut that I want to share with you from this morning, and this was the president uh, talking about equal justice, equal justice under the law. And uh, there is uh, certainly competing narratives with uh, the tremendous distrust that uh, we're seeing uh, played out on the streets of America today. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, one more cut from the president this afternoon in this package. Here we go. Equal justice under the law must mean that every American receives equal treatment in every encounter with law enforcement, regardless of race, color, gender, or creed. They have to receive fair treatment from law enforcement. They have to receive it. We all saw what happened last week. We can't let that happen. Hopefully, George is looking down right now and saying, there's a great thing that's happening for our country. There's a great day for him. It's a great day for everybody. This is a great day for everybody. This is a great, great day. Well, probably there would be some that uh, would not agree that this is a, a great, great day. And uh, they are many of the folks who are out on the streets um, trying to have their, their voices be heard understood that there's others that this is purely an opportunistic uh, exercise uh, that uh, many of them really don't have any sensitivity much toward uh, George Floyd uh, at all, other than the fact that when these opportunities arise, they are ready to go. But as we look at uh, another weekend, and we're moving into more of the clashes, in fact, a little bit later on, I'm going to play you a cut that will probably say it all uh, about uh, the different lenses that we are using in America. The lens of America that, uh, and I can't speak for them, but uh, possibly the lens that African-American uh, men and women of color, the lens that they look through when they look on America, the lens that uh, white men and women that lens they look through when they are processing all things America, both good and bad. 
and uh, for all people groups, uh, Hispanics, uh, Asians, and I think also of, I also think of one very significant group, and that is the group of Native Americans. Native Americans, I've always, since I have grown up, my mother was from Missoula, Montana. I spent the 50s, 60s, and 70s, or 50s, 60s, I should say, at least before my father passed away in 71. Uh, we drove from Florida to Montana every summer. Drove. That's where I develop a love for this country and uh, uh, an understanding of the, the geography of the United States and but I want to tell you something that I inherited from my mom. She had a real heart for the Native Americans. Now, we used to call them Indians, and basically the Sioux tribe. If you look at, uh, I'll never forget the early years of traveling to um, the battle on the hill for Custer's last stand. And I can tell you in the early days, I remember in the late 50s, early 60s, when I was just a little, little tot, but old enough to remember. I remember when we would go to the Indian reservations. And to this day, I'm still remembering and I'm struck with the, with the poverty and with the alcoholism and uh, the great sadness. And I know that my mom, uh, or my mom and dad, but they supported various ministries, Christian ministries, um, to the Indians during that time, social ministries. And so I think about our American Indians, how mistreated they were. They were truly our Native Americans. And I just mention that because if I were to put you sitting here with me and talking on the air, I could ask you, were there any injustices in your life growing up? Has there been any injustices to you to this point? And so are there any injustices um, that everybody, that there are injustices, I should say, that everybody has uh, been accustomed to? I mean, I, I sort of shook my head, but, you know, Joe Biden was talking about, well, I don't know what it's like to be a black man, but I used to stutter. And I know what it's like to be made fun of and to have bullies. Well, first of all, I am extremely um, sympathetic to Mr. Biden as a human being uh, with having stuttering. And I know, you know because you were a kid, I know because I was a kid, you know, people can be brutal. <laughs> and, you know, kids can be brutal. And so I get that. But I, I really can't, with all due respect to the vice president, I've had, my, I, I've had my things that I could share. But in my mind, they don't even come close to the life of an African-American in this country day in and day out, day in and day out. And look, the other half of my testimony, I grew up in the South. I know what severe racism looks like on both sides. I mean, there, there's, I, mean I, I grew up in that. I, I lived uh, very early on, but I lived with the experience of segregation and 
separate separate eating places, separate counter seating, uh, separate water fountains. Uh, all of that has gone into those tapes that are in my mind. But I want to tell you that uh, we have the, the whole idea about dialoguing and trying to understand the life story of another. It really is very important for those of us who are conservatives, those of us that have maybe a different um, uh, slate of uh, what we think we've been called to do, many of us by God, and others have other ideas. But we've got to get a handle because the destruction on the streets is not good for any of us. When I come back, I'm going to show you how wide the divide of understanding is Next on the Bill Bunkley Show. So I don't know if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable, but there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-B-I-B-L-E. 844-57-BIBLE. This is my life. I'm what you would call a freshman in life, a supplier of fine coffee drinks to those in dire need. I am a driver of an unironic car from the 80s. I've got a girlfriend who is way too cute for me, and two roommates who never seem to go away. My future has very few certainties. You've built a life over the years, but if your identity gets stolen, it's like your life gets stolen. That's why there's Identity Guard, from the company that's already protected over 30 million people. You'll get the kind of -of state-of-the-art protection and information that helps you keep track of your identity 24-7. Identity Guard. Keep what's yours, yours. Visit IdentityGuard.com today. That's IdentityGuard.com. This is my life, and nobody is going to take it from me. That's IdentityGuard.com. Your identity is counting on you. On the next Pause and Tales... Each one of you will make a project that will represent a reason why Wildwood is a wonderful place to live. The best from each grade level will go on permanent display. My player is on permanent display. You will all see that I'm not just any old... Ned, he's out of control. Paws and Tales, Saturday mornings at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. 
G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in, it's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Group. Programming note that uh, coming up next hour, I'll be on our Faith Talk stations, AM 570, AM 910, Plant City. Um... We're going to be uh, broadcasting our Friday regular programming. That includes a discussion with my friend Glenn Stanton with Focus on the Family. Now, a lot's been happening. Did you know that Utah and their legislature just voted to decriminalize polygamy? That's right. Polygamy is a felony. It was a felony in Utah, and now... It's, it's a misdemeanor like a traffic ticket. We'll talk about the implications to women, children, society. That's coming up in just a few moments uh, on our Faith Talk stations. Then on Faith Talk stations, I'll be discussing with Pastor David Murphy at Bayside Community Church, North River Campus, uh, Bradenton. Going to be talking about, uh, boy, these two phases, these two waves, coronavirus and and uh, the the streets of America. We'll be talking about that, and he'll be praying for all of that. Don't want to miss that. And also, if you're listening on our answer stations, coming up next, Jay Sekulow with Jay Sekulow Live. And so you have a couple of choices here of where you would like to be. Before I share a closing clip uh, of uh, what really speaks volumes of the divide in America, the mistrust in America, the difference in perceptions, uh, let me give you an update, breaking news. I'm watching a live feed from Eagle 8 uh, with WFLA News. Eagle 8 is over the uh, courthouse in Brooksville, Florida. Uh, what I'm seeing here is is that we, uh, we have a gathering in numbers in terms of protesters. We have protesters and we have counter-protesters. Uh, we have, and I don't know which group is which, but we've got several people uh, a lot of people who are on the steps of the Brooksville Courthouse, and many of you have uh, can picture that in your mind. Very picturesque there with the oak trees 
really reminds you of uh, the territorial Florida. Uh, and then as you come out to the street, we have a line of law enforcement officers. They are not, I repeat, they are not in any kind of a riot gear, but there is a line of police officers separating those who are demonstrating on the grounds and the steps of the, of the Brooksville Courthouse. Then on the other side of the law enforcement officers sort of across the street, you have the other protesters. I'm assuming those may be the counter-protesters to um, the protest message we've been seeing. So uh, keep that um, uh, in your thoughts and your prayers as the afternoon continues. Well, this last clip I want to share with you, in a way, well, it, it sort of, it sort of tells about the the mistrust and the lens in the worldview. And let me set it up for you. You know that many of our national monuments, well, there's a lot of graffiti that's been put on those national monuments. And so we have government officials that have been cleaning the graffiti of our monuments, and I think you're going to hear here, I think it was a group of volunteers, may or may not be, but listen very carefully because we have one set of folks that's trying to, to clean and restore uh, one of our national monuments. Then we have a person with a different worldview to come up and challenge them as to why they were trying to clean off uh, one of the, well, the messages of the Black Lives Matter. And uh, as you know, we get in these situations, and then uh, you got the whole racist thing that seems like so many things in American life now, someone's going to claim it's racist. But as we look at the healing that has to happen, the understanding that has to happen uh, among uh, all Americans, uh, this is, I think, symbolic of the issues that we have today. Uh, Listen very carefully. Why are you guys removing Black Lives Matter's graffiti? Why are you trying to take hands? Yeah, we tried over there and it wasn't coming off. It's still not coming off. But why do you want that to come off? Well, I don't because it's a federal building. Yeah, we care about the But so you don't care about Black Lives then? Not at all. That's not at all. That's what this. Not enough to leave up a message. Right. Not not a great way to use your white privilege, ladies. Not a great. That's disgusting. And I want to let that just seep in for a moment before we leave you during this hour. Because perceptions are at the heart of much of what is the disconnect in America this day. The other is, and it's on all sides, we just have an example here. Be careful not to assert what you think somebody else is saying, the motives why somebody else is doing something, and try to have a heart of understanding. And I'm not, all I'm saying here is, is that this is an example where we have to have an open mind and take people at their word. 
Well, hey, we're going to wrap up uh, this second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Thanks for being with us on AM 860, AM 930. Hey, coming up in a moment, polygamy. Wow. What will that do to society and women? I'll have that discussion next over on our Faith Talk stations. Be right back. like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump trumpeted the surprisingly lower than expected jobless numbers today at the White House. We had a a tremendous morning, a tremendous announcement. It was shocking to even great pros. White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow says there have been some encouraging signs that the economy was stirring besides the drop in the unemployment rate. Preceding this number were a number of green shoots, as we call them in uh, economics or finance. And as the president has mentioned, things like, you know, Apple mobility, traveling indexes, the housing applications for new homes are uh, skyrocketing. New businesses and new business applications are skyrocketing. The unemployment rate dropped to a better than expected 13.3 percent. Much of the growth came from 2.7 million workers who were temporarily laid off, now returning to their jobs. President Trump reopens 5,000 square miles off the New England coast to commercial fishing. The president has reversed an Obama administration order that closed a marine conservation area. He called the commercial fishing ban deeply unfair. We are reopening the northeast canyons and the Seamounts Marine region to commercial fishing. Mr. Trump announced his action in Bangor, Maine, where commercial fishing officials told him the move will be an economic boost for the U.S. seafood industry. Greg Clugston, Washington. Minneapolis agreed Friday to ban chokeholds by police and to require officers to try to stop any other officers they see using improper force. They're the first concrete steps to remake the city's police department since George Floyd's death. The moves are part of a stipulation between the city and the Minnesota Department of Human Rights, which launched a civil rights investigation this week. The city council approved the agreement unanimously. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow is up by 829 points. The Nasdaq rose 198. The S&P advanced 81. This is SRN News. Land ho! <laughs> hey, hey, seriously, land, land ho, guys. Guys, land ho! I'm just, land ho! Land ho! Land ho! Right there! <laughs> 
tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with sign and glide on water towing. Get a quote today in as little as three minutes at progressive.com. I gotta say, this land ho thing, not very effective. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Sign and glide coverage is subject to policy terms. Blue Star medicated ointment gets five star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Kids Beach Club, a Christian ministry to elementary school children, kicked off its annual summer reading program. We encourage boys and girls to hang out with God 10 minutes a day. We call it Hang 10, Hang 10 with God. Jack Terrell is president and founder of the club. That reading plan covers 14 weeks, and it exposes those kiddos daily in an opportunity for them to read in the Old Testament and New Testament. Youngsters can join the Hang 10 program at kidsbeachclub.org. The Southern Baptist Convention released its 2019 membership numbers on Thursday, showing a decline of nearly 300,000. That brings total membership down from 14.8 million in 2018 to 14.5 million last year. This is the 13th straight year of decline for the SBC and the largest single-year drop in more than a century. Leaders say change is imperative. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect. Our- proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. Good to be back with you this hour. And it's Friday. 
And Friday at this hour, we always enjoy our opportunity to have a discussion with our colleagues at Focus on the Family. And I always like to remind you that Focus on the Family is a ministry. And not only can you hear it twice a day right here on WTBN, uh, morning uh, and uh, afternoon, evening, but uh, we have an opportunity on each Friday to, to take up a topic. But it is a ministry. And as you can imagine, with the tremendous amount of people who have been thrown into the uncertain, trying to follow maybe in a crisis of employment, of funds, and maybe family or COVID, looking to focus on the family for some help, some even calling focus on the family for counseling, and uh, getting referred right back uh, to a professional Christian counselor here in our area. But, you know, as all of that volume goes up, as they have been posting more content on their website, you know, it's, it's like everything else. There is a cost to that. And so people like yourself, you know, you go to focus on the family. Uh, you're not sent a bill in the mail. You're just, uh, you're, you're just loved and uh, uh, your need is attempted to be met. So that's why I want to remind you that if uh, uh, you would pray about it, and especially if you use the resources of focus on the family, go to focusonthefamily.com. There's a donate button there. Would you consider giving because it is a 501c3? Your contribution is totally tax deductible. If you're one of those fortunate people <laughs> who are so up on the income uh, uh, reporting that you can use a deduction, most of us today are doing a standard deduction, but they really need your help, and so please do that. Well, the guy that I really, one of the guys I really enjoy spending time with, and we get to do that on on, on a pretty regular basis, is Glenn Stanton. And Glenn is Director of Global Family Formation Studies that focus on the family. Uh, he is uh, brilliant in terms of uh, uh, not only looking at our culture, how we're engaging our culture, how that affects our marriages, how that affects our relationships and, and our kids. And today... Well, we've got a state that certainly has had some different ideas about marriage for uh, as long as uh, our country has been uh, together in this union in Glen Stanton. We're going to have an interesting conversation, but thank you for being with us today. Hey, Bill. Good, good to be with you, and thank you for that little talk up about focus. We have all been working hard where very few of us are in the building. Most of us are all working from home around the city of Colorado Springs, but our you're right. Our numbers in terms of people calling, looking for help, counseling have really been quite high, and it just goes to show you the great need, um, mm-hmm. and you know, the people are looking for direction. They're hungry. Mm. And I value the partnership we have and the expertise that uh, all of you bring to the table. Well, today we're going to talk about the state of Utah. And uh, we're going to be talking about something that has been part of Utah's history. It is polygamy. And uh, so, Glenn, um, you're you're the expert in the area of these uh, social studies and analyzing. Tell us a little bit about how modern-day polygamy um, um, is is being practiced in America today. Well, it's interesting because there's big news on that front, and that is that last month um, Utah changed their law um, to basically decriminalize polygamy. The um, Utah legislature voted overwhelmingly. Only three states. 
state legislators voted against the idea of decriminalizing polygamy, but they passed it. The governor signed it into law. And so just last month, it, it went into effect that essentially the punishment or uh, the punishment against polygamy is equal to like a parking ticket. They, they reduced it down from a felony to an infraction. That's their legal term for basically, hey, uh, don't do that. Um, and what it practically means is that the state of Utah is not going to hassle you in any way um, if you are having a polygamous family. Basically, the law says if, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you're not creating any trouble. Um, you're not being, you know, bringing huge attention to yourself. You know what? We're going to essentially give you a pass. That is a very uh, large um, move in direction. And, again, we're talking about uh, uh, the state of Utah, which uh, was attempting to be very tough through the years, knowing that they have, uh, quite frankly, people of the Mormon church that support uh, polygamy, uh, and they made it a felony. And so now to go all the way down to something like a simple parking ticket it sort of reminds me of uh, drugs. It reminds me of marijuana. When you have um, a, uh, a philosophy, if you will, uh, on a particular code of conduct, and uh, you put the highest uh, uh, sort of penalties for conducting that, and I'm thinking about marijuana, and then you start decriminalizing it to where first it's a ticket or if you get pulled over by the cops, you're not going to go to jail, but uh, you're going to get a citation for 50 bucks, pay the citation, and you go on. And next thing you know, well, it's not even a citation. Go ahead, and you can do recreational marijuana. It, now, when we talk about that, Glenn Stanton, I, I'm looking at where Utah is going. And so looks like that we could even see it decriminalized as far as I'm concerned. But I want to talk about a couple of things because you're the expert. You know, I want to talk about polygamy as it relates to women, how it relates to children in that relationship, and uh, the effects of society when that is embraced. Because, you know, we saw this prevalently all through the Old Testament. I mean, you talk about the kings, and maybe it was the kings and those that had all the all the coin, if you will, that could afford to have, you know, 20 or 30 wives and uh, the concubines that, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, that we saw in uh, Solomon. Talk about that because, you know, we've been all about women's rights and bringing up children in a Christian home. Isn't that confusing to, to still practice this? Well, it is. It is. I mean, and it's interesting that this, you know, movement toward polygamy and, you know, essentially – decriminalizing, legalizing it, permitting it, you know, is all about freedom and civil rights and things like that. But it's very clear sociologically, polygamy does not empower women. Monogamy empowers women because it puts the woman on the same footing, if you will, as the man. Um, a polygamous a woman in a polygamous relationship, she has to compete against her sister brides, if you will, for the attention of the man, um, you know, his interest, his care. And so she has to compete. She has 
to be a competitor. Um, she has to play the game. A woman who is married to one man, I, I like to say it this way, she puts her hands on her hips, and guess what? He knows what he needs to do. She is a powerful player, um, and that is very, very important for us to understand that, uh, you know, I, I use this more technical or academic term. Monogamy is the democratization of sexuality, if you will. It's the democratization of the domestic relationship. And polygamy is really quite the opposite. It sets woman against woman as competitors, and it puts the man in complete control. He's the guy who says how it is, and the, one, the women have to compete against each other to try to stay in his good graces. I mean, that is you know, not a quote-unquote feminist institution, if you will. Mm. And as we look at the Old Testament, how many times, and I'm in Second uh, Chronicles now as I read through the, uh, the, the Bible through, uh, was in Second Chronicles this morning, and uh, oftentimes when you'll hear a king, a king, and oftentimes they will talk about his various wives, and uh, uh, back during uh, that period, uh, wives and relationships and unity had a lot to do with power and money. Um, but you would read that, uh, you would know that this wife was the daughter of so-and-so, and the other one was this. But then oftentimes, uh, Glenn Stanton, you say, but uh, let's say Miriam. Miriam was his favorite wife. Now, I'm, kind of, I'm sort of following up on what you said. So there's going to be a favorite. There's going to be one that's not so favorite. And then you've got the whole mental health issues. With all of that, can you tell me where were the women's groups uh, three weeks ago <laughs> when Utah was, was talking about this? This is not good for women. Where were they at? Well, I don't know where they were at, but they weren't there. Yes, <laughs> yes. Interesting, is, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah. Kind of a selective, uh, you know, selective concern out there with some of these women's groups. Yeah. But the other, to, to be, you know, true to that, Utah, this, Utah legislature did this very quietly, very quietly. Um, but, you know, the feminists have not been – um, you know, big opponents necessarily of polygamy in the sense of, you know, seeing this as a dangerous thing and helping educate people on, yeah, you know, the sister wife show, um, you know, this normalization of that, not a real good idea. And I like you bringing up, Bill, the, the biblical part of things. And I hear a lot of times, well, gosh, isn't polygamy biblical? <laughs> and I also want to say, and, and, and listen to this carefully. Not everything that is in the Bible is biblical. There are examples of things mm -hmm. that God did not think was good. I love this. In, in Matthew 19 and Mark 10, Jesus is asked about marriage. And here is the Christian view. Here is the divine view of marriage. Jesus says, don't you remember from the beginning that God made the male and female, and he calls the husband to love and cling to his wife, not wives wife. So Jesus is saying, no, you don't go back to, you know, the the kings and all their wives and things like that. That wasn't a 
biblical ideal. That was a cultural reality right. at the time. Let me do this. Yeah, let me do this. Let me jump in right here. we got to take a break. We'll pick this topic up in just a moment. And more about Jesus and the transformation that Jesus did to the culture when it came to women. Uh, we're talking with Glenn Stanton at Focus on the Family, reminding you that FocusOnTheFamily.com is there for all of those resources. When we come back, we're going to explore this move to decriminalize polygamy in the state of Utah. And what does it mean for Utah and maybe the rest of the country? Well, we'll talk about that next. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Media Tampa. I'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. I'm Bill Carl here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom, and you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that. And it's uh, it's the little messages. You know, like, and I I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. But I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter... If you've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent, you you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive, your actions can be positive, and your your words can be positive. And I would say firsthand experience here, when you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve, You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We were made to be courageous. We were made to lead the way. We could be the Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show on the um, afternoon of Friday where we are talking to focus on the family. And... Um, Glenn Stanton's been sharing with us, and uh, he's involved with so many things on the sociological plane, uh, global affairs for the ministry as well. And, Glenn, you were talking about the fact that when Jesus made reference to marriage, he did not use a pronoun. He used the singular word as in one wife. i uh, give you a chance to kind of uh, expound upon that, and then I want to point out something else of uh, of Jesus's um, changing the culture toward women. Yeah, yeah, and just real quick, I mean, Jesus is asked about marriage by a group of people. You can find it in Matthew 19, Mark 10, and he says, hey, here's the deal with marriage. He's actually being asked about divorce, but of course it's about marriage. He says, 
do you not remember from the beginning? And he goes to Genesis 1, Genesis 2, and he says, the husband shall leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife, singular. That is God's ideal for marriage, one man, one woman. You know, if you really understand the Old Testament, uh, other than uh, some of the women who we learn about as being prophetess, uh, women were not held in high regard. In fact, a lot of women were held as just, they're just property. And you had the lower level, which were the concubines that were basically providing for the sexual needs of the king or the owner. And then you had the multiple wives. But in addition to Jesus' specific teaching that Glenn just shared, I'm reminded of the fact that that when Jesus was traveling between Jerusalem on down to Capernaum, Sea of Galilee, you know, the Samaritans were hated. Talk about racism. And Samaritan women certainly were double hated. And so Jesus is on his way. He cuts through Samaria, doesn't cut around it. And then a female comes at noontime while he's sitting by the well, and he asks her to draw water. And she's never been treated so respectful in her life. And Jesus was teaching us about how women have been treated in the old old covenant. This is a brand new covenant. And so my question to you, Glenn, when we look at what's happening in Utah, I, I just can't square this at all being respectful of women because some would say, well, but they're willing to do this. Okay, but, but you know, ha- have they been brainwashed? Uh, what's happening here? Your thoughts? Well, I mean, yeah, they, they have willingly chose this, and that's one of the cases that they made. I mean, they used this sexual ethic that we use today is, well, consenting adults should be able to do what they want. But the question is, is it a healthy thing? Is it good? Is it good for women? Is it good for the society? And it is not. I mean, and kids, and kids, not. kids, that's, the kids. That's right. I mean, I, I like to say, you know what, any, any child growing up where, um, you know, you need an org chart to explain their family, mm. just not a good idea. Um, in, in the general sense. And so families like that happen, but to intentionally create them by design is not a good idea. And to be clear, um, there is nothing in our uh, New Testament belief that supports uh, anything near polygamy. And uh, I, I want to say this with all love, but uh, the scriptures have been closed. There, there's no new revelations. I know people will talk about that, hey, they, they learned everything in scriptures, and they sat down with the Lord and wanted a brand-new revelation. Hey, they got the revelation, then they'll write a book, or they'll lead a movement. But what we believe, Glenn Stanton, is, as Orthodox Christians, that uh, the, the Bible is closed, uh, the instructions are closed, and that's what we are to operate. And, and let's, as we wrap up today, talk about that for just a moment, because uh, you, you start getting everybody's revelation, whether it's of God or not. I think that's why the book was closed, and we're living uh, with that uh, teaching until Jesus comes again. No, and that's exactly right. And it's interesting. I mean, the Mormon Church today will excommunicate um, polygamous couples. They are against it. But here's the deal, and this goes to your revelation, that Joseph Smith had a revelation that 
you know, multiple wives are great. In fact, yep. it took him a long while to explain that to his wife. Um, mm-hmm. He already had a bunch of wives before that. But so that was the revelation that, that polygamy was okay. Well, the church came in about late 1800s to say, no, it's not okay, because they wanted to join the union as the state of Utah. So they had a different revelation that, no, it's not good now. And so that's the problem when you get into you know, moving away from the objectivity of a text is you have a lot of new ideas that don't drive with what Scripture actually says. Mm. Well, our last question, got a couple minutes left, and that is, I think in our culture today, and with all the distractions, and I'm not talking about those good godly distractions that we need to recognize and stop dead in our tracks and and be where God wants us to be, but all of the teaching that comes through movies, all the teaching that comes through sitcoms, all the teaching of the culture that is basically anti-biblical, you know, the idea is is that we need to be attuned. And I got to tell you what, for a man and a woman, there's enough challenges in our culture today to line ourselves up with Scripture than to trying to have four, five, six wives in this culture is nothing but confusion. I give you the last word here, Glenn. <laughs> I was talking with a buddy of mine. He's from Jacksonville, Florida boy. And he's like, Glenn, one wife is enough for me. Yeah. And you know most, yeah. of and, and women would say that of us too. Hey, oh, I got absolutely. one husband, man. I, I can't deal with it anymore though. I don't want two or three guys. <laughs> that's exactly right, and that's where it works out. Is like one on one. You know what? It's it's a domestic democracy. It's a relational democracy, if you will, and it empowers both, and it it creates greater peace between both. Hmm. Well, I want to tell you that. Uh, Please follow up the, with Focus on the family.com and, and Google Glenn because uh, I'll tell you what, uh, he has shared and the resources that he has out there as well. Uh, it's something that uh, we have, he and I have been talking over the last probably 10 or 15 years of issues of the family, uh, how we have moved to um, expand the definition of marriage uh, into the same sex uh, world. And now we're having the same discussion about expanding marriage of an official sense. But I tell you what, leave you with this. Go to Saudi Arabia, talk to some of the women in Saudi Arabia, and they'll give you a good opinion about what they think of polygamy. Because uh, we hear some, we read secret articles and we hear things all the time about how they wish that polygamy would be made illegal uh, in, in Saudi Arabia. But Glenn Stanton, as always, uh, with FocusOnTheFamily.com, remember to give them uh, a contribution, if you will, but they've got some great resources. Find out more about this, go to, uh, of course, the website, FocusOnTheFamily.com. And Glenn Stanton, as always, uh, we appreciate your leadership, and thank you for talking about a topic that certainly is not making uh, any headway on the national uh, scene with the COVID-19 and the demonstrations. And thanks for uh, having a great discussion here. Hey, thank you, Billy. You have a great, great weekend. You do, too. God bless. We're going to take a quick time out. It's time to hear from one of our local pastors and to pray. More of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
The U.S. unemployment rate fell unexpectedly in May to 13.3 percent. That's still on par with what the nation witnessed during the Great Depression. As states loosened their coronavirus lockdowns and businesses began recalling workers. The government said Friday that the economy added 2.5 million jobs last month, driving unemployment down from 14.7 percent in April. The numbers were unexpected even by the most optimistic standards. President Trump is effectively claiming victory over the economic crisis and COVID-19, as well as major progress against racial inequality, heartily embracing an unexpectedly good jobs report. On Wall Street, the Dow by 829 points. The Nasdaq rose 198. The S&P 500 advanced 81. This is SRN News. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The widespread rioting and looting we've witnessed in the wake of George Floyd's death at the hands of a Minneapolis police officer highlight the need for stability and trust in the achievement of justice. In the United States, the act of political protest has often led to constructive political change, but rioting never has. And the more widespread and the more violent the rioting, the more negative the political effects have been over time. The United States Constitution guarantees citizens the right to a redress of grievances, but there are preconditions that are necessary. The first is a stable order in which justice can actually take place. The second is the kind of trust, social trust, that is necessary for any effort at achieving even approximate justice. If you take out stability, if you eliminate order, if you erode social trust, the accomplishment of justice becomes well-nigh impossible. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you call back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement, was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 81396-GLASS. 81396-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We're going down to the river, down. 
back uh, Friday afternoon, and as we are going to be slipping in to the weekend, uh, it's our time to come together and uh, have one of our beloved pastors in our community to to share and to talk about the things that are happening right before us uh, in our community and our culture and around the nation, and also to pray for uh, our community as well. Today, I'm excited to have back with us Pastor Dave Murphy. Uh, representing Bayside Community Church North River Campus uh, as he ministers there. And good to have him back with us from the Bradenton area. And uh, uh, Pastor Murphy, uh, there's so much going on around us today. Uh, I thank you so much for just kind of spending some time with me today. Well, thank you. Thank you for the invite, Bill. Thank you for allowing allowing me to be uh, just listening to you and sharing, and thank you for what you're doing, reminding us of the hope that we have in Christ every day. So thank you, Bill, for and I'm honored to be with you. Absolutely. Well, I just want to ask you a general question, and that is you and I had a chance to spend some time as the <clears throat> guest pastor talking about COVID-19. COVID-19 is still a major issue. Today we're rolling out phase two, which means uh, there's going to be a lot of people out and about and that means yep. that each and every one of us have to remember to be extra careful as we're out and yep. about and to do those things to keep us safe. But now, over the last 10 days or so, we have witnessed a horrific uh, act of injustice, uh, um, yep. alleged murder, if you will. And yep. all of this is, is just on top of each other. So I wanted to ask you, just as a pastor who's been processing COVID-19, and, and now you're processing this. Just some thoughts about you as a pastor. What's God doing? What God? What is God not doing? How we as Christians, how are, how are we to process all of this and, and to keep moving forward? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of going on in not 2020, you know. Yes. That's a... Um, well, listen, this is, this is not a time for those of us who say we follow Christ and those of us who uh, see Christ as our Savior, but yes. not only as a Savior, but as our Lord. We need to turn to uh, Him at this time and turn to His Word. Uh, different issues, obviously, the, this COVID, Corona, whatever is being termed and named has—let let me talk personally, Bill. It has revealed in me a, a, a selfishness, yes, yes. you know, and has revealed in me, you know, oh, uh, I want to go shopping. Oh, I can't go shopping. Why can I not go shopping? I don't even mm-hmm. care about shopping before this happens. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. revealed uh, I don't like to be told what to do. Or um, uh, careful, it's fearful, it's real, it's not real, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a farce, it's true, that, that's the statistics. It's just caused all this feelings of Thoughts of anxiety and selfishness and David-centeredness. And I, I, I mean, obviously, right now, everything is social media, Zoom calls. We're doing church online. About three or four weeks ago, I just, um, I've been reading through First and Second Timothy and going back to, okay, Paul, you're, you're teaching this young guy how to be a leader and a pastor in a church setting. And I, I needed to come to the Lord in repentance, you know, just because I've been... I've been listening to all these other things, and I still have I've been reading my Bible, but mm-hmm. it's coming and actually spending that quality time in God's Word and saying, Lord, what are you saying on the issue? What, what, what do you say? And um, 
obviously this year has been a very strange year for all of us. And I, I mean, it just reminds me of, of Second Timothy, actually chapter three, where where Paul reminds Timothy and he says, Mark this, Timothy, I want you to remember this, Timothy. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves and money mm -hmm. and boastful and proud and abusive and disobedient to their parents and ungrateful, unholy, without love. And it goes on and on. And lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God and having a form of godliness but denying its power. Mm -hmm. And I just was meditating on that. I just thinking, and I know throughout church history, there have been terrible times, but there's so much going on right now. Could it be? Could it be that we are we are in the last days? I'm, 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 this is not saying a time and a place, and a, it's going to be next sure. year, the year after. I'm Absolutely. not saying that. Yep. It's an attitude of the heart that says, "Lord, we need to be ready uh, for your return." It reveals, it reveals what's going on. I am also reminded of what First Timothy, I was just studying it there last week, chapter 4, where it says a time will come when people, men will not put up with sound doctrine. They will suit their own desires and gather a great number of teachers that will say what their itching ears want to say. Listen, mm -hmm. we, will, if we will find someone who will teach whatever we want to hear. That's right. There's enough teaching out there. So I always say to myself, and I always say to the guys around me, and I, and I, listen, people don't want to know what you believe. People want to know what God says, which Amen. takes me back to verse 2, where Timothy, preach the word. Be prepared in season, out of season, mm. to what? Correct, rebuke, encourage, but now these are very important words, with great patience and careful instruction. So as we try to remind people at this time, when I don't know black, white, my, uh, straight, gay, uh, whether it be male, female, rural, city, boomer, millennial, the enemy has got us so well against each other, against mm -hmm. each other, and he's causing division. At this time, Bill, obviously, there's two issues I see in the world right now, personally. Obviously, there is a, 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 an issue in the society around us, people who mm -hmm. don't follow Christ. And I'm not, I don't want to talk about that specific issue. I just want to talk to us about what the Word of God, what does the church, what do believers need to do? And Jesus said, guys, by the way you love one another, the unity that you have, Look, in Revelation chapter 4, every nation, tribe, and tongue will be worshiping around the throne. When John writes that, he is able to distinguish every nation, tribe, and tongue. So the mm -hmm. beauty of God's diversity is beautiful, but we come under a different kingdom. We're under a different king that has a different worldview, that has a different standard. And as followers of Jesus Christ, we need to be listening to one another, and we need to be praying for one another. We need to be seeing, what, okay, God, what do you say on these issues? And then it reminds me, I'm sorry, I, I, you should get a word in here. In First Timothy, how Paul reminds Timothy, hey, guys, listen, there's false teachings, there's false doctrines, people are going around, around. I said, he, in First Timothy chapter 1, he says, the goal of the command, Paul is telling Timothy, Paul is telling us, he says, hey, the command is love, which comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, sincere faith. And then he sets him up, he says, hey, you be an example, Timothy. To all the believers in your speech, in your life, in your love, in your faith, in your purity. So at this time, Bill, when I don't know, I don't know what media I should be listening to. I don't That's know right. what mm -hmm. reports I should be listening to. I don't know 
is in one, it's like, yes, the, the numbers are coming down for corona. And another one, the numbers are going up. And the numbers is not being tested, is not being tested. I, I Please, I do not want to enter a debate about that. I want to go back to what Paul reminded Timothy. By the way, in a world that was in chaos as well, he said, listen, Timothy, you need to remember this. Verse 15 of First Timothy chapter 1. This is a trust, trustworthy saying that deserves full exemptions. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for this very reason, I was shown mercy so that the worst of sinners, Jesus Christ, might display his unlimited patience, unlimited patience, and be an example to those who believe to receive eternal life. So, Bill, at this time, when I have been wrestling with my own fights, with my own expectations, with my own fears, with my own selfishness, I need to keep reminding myself. I need to go back to God's word. Wait a minute, God, you told me you did not give me a spirit of fear, Second Timothy chapter 1, but a spirit of love, of power, of self-control. So therefore, I can control how I respond to the things on, around me. I may not be able to control the situation, but I can control how I respond to the situation. Does that make sense, Bill? You see how I hope I'm making sense here because at this time of chaos, the voice of God and the voice of those followers of Christ need to say, let's go back to the Word of God, being led by the Spirit of God to see what God says on the issues. Is that, are you, uh, am I I making it clear? Absolutely. Let me just remind our audience, you're listening to the voice of Pastor David Murphy. Uh, He pastors at the Bayside Community Church, North River Campus in Bradenton, and is sharing with us this afternoon. Um, You know, Pastor, the two areas that have occurred to me, you really really cover both of them. And when I think about uh, what, we've got two phases. The first phase that we have sought God of what he was doing is the COVID-19 pandemic. And now we have another phase here in America of all of this uh, civil unrest. And you know, yeah. Pastor, uh, in COVID-19, it, it, to me it was clear that God showed us how many idols that we have in our life. Yeah. Uh, in America, yeah. all those yeah. things that have been substituted for him. So we saw our sin in that one as we were forced to cut so much of that out. And now, yeah. Pastor, I see what's happening here, and it's evident that God showed us another aspect here in phase two is that we, as a country, are horribly failing at loving one another because that's what we're seeing in the streets. So we see God working here. we got about a minute and a half left, but the idea that one and then the other, there are two clear areas, isn't there, that that, that God's really telling us if we're paying attention here that's are right. ways I want you to adjust your life. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's great insight, Bill. And I, um, thanks for reminding us, me included, in all that. Idols have been knocked down. And this time when God is right, love God, love your neighbor. Love God, love your neighbor. But right now, I don't like my neighbor. Right now, I don't understand my neighbor. Right mm-hmm. now, I think my neighbor is making no sense. And that's mm-hmm. why we must speak to the church first. Church, we must, we must. Listen, Jesus did it to the he touched the leper. Jesus gave sight to the to the, the ones who you know the, the the blind. Jesus was the one that dealt with uh, Zacchaeus, who was not liked. You know, who was probably a swindler and a liar at the time. Uh, 
Jesus dealt with the, the, the woman caught in adultery in, in a very compassionate way. So we must listen to one another. Not Listen, just because I say uh, I want to talk to, in this case, my black brother, it doesn't mean I don't like my Spanish brother, my English brother, my white brother. No, 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 no. We need to be able to enter into a discussion and dialogue. And I love what Peter Got about a minute says. left. About a minute left. Go ahead. Titus just says, in, in the book of Titus, Paul is telling Titus, listen, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I even like the way he wrote that. First, we're servants of God. That's right. And to be a reflection right. of Christ, let's show Christ-like qualities. Let's show, like, be prepared in and out of season, but with great patience, with great love. Actually, First Peter talks about when we give an answer to our faith, do it with gentleness and kindness. Right. You know, the, uh, the late Rabbi Zacharias, to me, was a hero of our faith, Bill. I know mm. he just taught God's Word, but he did it in a very gentle way. And I said, I, I want to be like that. So as we deal with things in today's world, let's learn. Why not? We try to have a conversation, not try to defend yourself, to say, how can I serve? How can I love? How can I reflect right. Christ? That's not right. in a feeble, weak, watery-down way. The standards of God don't change, but Christ loved the unloved. Christ went right. through Samaria for mm. that Samaritan woman. So I, yes. just those thoughts have been challenging me, and I hope us as those who follow Jesus Christ. Mm. Good words this afternoon. Now, Pastor David Murphy is going to hang with us through the break. He'll be praying in just a moment. And, of course, uh, he pastors at Bayside Community Church North River Campus there in Bradenton. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment, and we're going to pray. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. I am Professor Nathaniel Burke from the University of Farmers, Hallowed Institute of Higher Insurance Learning, and this is a pop quiz. True or false? To save money on auto insurance, you must forego an agent and go it alone. Solo. Wits against the world. No compass. The answer is false. A farmer's agent is trained by me to save you money. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. We are insurance. We are farmers. Coverage not available in all areas. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The latest, but certainly not the last, former ally of President Trump has called him a Nazi. Former Defense Secretary James Mad Dog Mattis made the statement Tuesday and is expected the media were all over it. Columnist George Will wrote a scathing column attacking the president and showed up on ultra-liberal MSNBC. Will said when Trump loses the November election, Republicans will quickly forget him. Like the riots that have scarred the country, these anti-Trumpers seem to be rioting every day against the president. Who will be trotted out next to attack the president? Whatever you think of the president's personality and language, the choice is between socialism, gun confiscation, liberal judges, higher taxes, more regulations, and filthy and dangerous streets, or the opposite, lower taxes, conservative judges, and law and order. The left is behaving like a wounded bear, fighting back in desperation because it sees none of its other strategies have worked. Keep this in mind and ignore the media, even Fox News, sad to say. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary.
Ask yourself why some of the billionaires in the world are buying gold. When billionaires like Sam Zell begin buying gold, perhaps it's time we listen and follow suit with our own personal investments. Gold is a hedge against currency depreciation and inflation. It's also the safest store of wealth amidst any kind of economic downturn. Take David Einhorn as one example. Einhorn founded Greenlight Capital in 1996 and surged that fund from $900,000 to as high as $11 billion. Einhorn believes that the central bank's recent stimulus efforts will push up the value of gold. He keeps 10% of his firm's value stored in gold bullion. These are just a few of the world's wealthiest converting part of their wealth to gold. It's time you should, too. If you're interested in knowing more about gold, platinum, and palladium, call Noble Gold for a no-pressure consultation. We have the most experienced representatives and an exclusive pipeline to metal sources with an unblemished track record. Visit us at www.noblegoldinvestments.com or call 877-646-5347 to learn more. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hey, welcome back. This is the final segment here on Friday afternoon, and we're going to go into the weekend and want you to stay safe. Uh, remember that we've got some of that surf that's uh, going to be stirring up up and down the northern coast of our listing area because of Tropical Storm Cristobal. And uh, continue to pray this weekend as we still see uh, some of the evil things that are taking to the streets, especially late at night, and just protect people and property. Well, we've yeah. been sharing with uh, Pastor David Murphy with Bayside Community Church, North River Campus. Uh, boy, he just uh, was on fire. Uh, but now it's time for him to pray for us in this final segment. And so, uh, you know, Pastor Murphy, it's all yours. Just take us to the throne room. Thank you, Bill. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for these moments. Thank you for the privilege to know you. Thank you for the privilege to be able to um, represent the true and only God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And oh, that's right. It's yes. a triune gun that we come before you. And Lord, at this time, uh, we our hearts are broken. Our hearts are broken for what we're seeing around us, what we're seeing in images that are being beamed into our phones and into our homes and into our TVs. So, mm-hmm. Lord, we come before you as your people. And first of all, we we proclaim that you are Lord, you're God, you're sovereign, you're good, you're kind, you're gentle, you're just. And, Lord, one day we look forward to when you come back, Jesus, as King of kings and Lord of lords, and we, we, all knees will bow and all tongues will confess that you are Lord. And until that day, Lord, I pray that we will remain faithful, remain faithful to walking by your spirit, 
each day, Lord. May we be sensitive to the leading of your spirit so that we can speak to those who need a word and share and serve, Lord, where you choose to, to lead us. Lord, I pray that we will be very clear in our study and our diligent in the study of your, of your word, Lord. Lord, may we be the people you've called us to be, a chosen people, a a royal priesthood, a a holy nation that belongs to God, Lord. We pray that, Lord, you have called us out of the darkness to be light. So, Lord, I pray that your church, your people will reveal light. Lord, that we will do it in love and gentleness. Lord Jesus, you you are our example. And I thank you, Lord, that you didn't leave us alone. You have given us God. You have given us your Holy Spirit that is our comforter and our guide that seals us and guides us. So, Lord, we present to you the situation. I pray for our authorities. I pray for our police. I pray for our, our, our government, not only yes, in Washington, Jesus. but in, in, our, in our states that we're listening from, even our local governments. Lord, yes. I pray for, for that which was evil to be, in the name of Jesus, pushed back. Lord, may light shine. Amen. May your people come to May your Holy Spirit be our guide, Lord. Lord, at this time, what the enemy meant for evil, to divide, to conquer, to isolate, and to destroy, Lord, may you turn it around and bring it for life and growth. And we look forward to, Lord, to see people who have seen brokenness and see the dirt of the world be attracted to Jesus Christ because they're attracted to his representatives here on earth. So may your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we love you, Lord. We thank you. Give us an opportunity today to tell someone about Jesus. Give us an opportunity today to show the love of Christ by your spirit. And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Mm. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Boy, just uh, praise and thank you to Pastor Dave Murphy for sharing and praying this afternoon. And I want to remind you, if you are in the Bradenton area, maybe today is the day you're thinking about asking the Lord Jesus to come into your life. Maybe today is the day that you're ready to come back to him. Either way, if you don't have a home church, why don't you check out Bayside Community Church North River Campus there in Bradenton. I know that the staff there that joins Pastor Dave Murphy, they would love to be able to talk with you and counsel with you. And I want yeah. to tell you what, that would be a great place to uh, seek out a church family as we're all starting to regather. And with that, Pastor Dave Murphy, again, what a blessing to be with you this afternoon. Thank you so much. and. And hope that uh, you just have, uh, you and your family and your congregation has a Jesus-filled weekend. And we look forward to the next time we get together. Bill, the honor is mine. Thank you for what you're doing, sir. And I pray that as we were praying, those who were driving kept their eyes open, Bill. I hope they kept their eyes open. (laughs) But the Lord bless you. Speak to you soon. Thank you, everybody. Take care. God bless, my friend. All right. Well, you know what? (laughs) We're wrapping up another week. And, uh, you know, to God be the glory, great things he has done. And as uh, Pastor Dave and I were just talking, you know, COVID, really, we really understood about how even those of us as Christians have so many intrusions in our lives that have no eternal qualities. And we were learning that. We were walking through that. And now we see all of the distrust, all of the injustices and people crying out for, for justice. And then we're seeing what's happening as a, as a result of that. So for me, God is showing us, you know, in wave number two, uh, the number one commandment to those of us who are followers of Christ is to love one another, regardless of skin color, regardless of socioeconomic uh, levels in our society. And here we go again. The Lord has showed us right now since the tragic killing 
uh, there in Minneapolis, um, showing us that we're not doing a good job at all. In fact, uh, a country that's in rebellion against uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it's time to come back to Jesus. I keep saying Jesus is the answer, and it is his teachings. And we see how we have been failing to love one another just by what's been on our screens the last 10 days or so. So as we go into this weekend, I'm going to miss you. It'll be a couple of days before we hook up on Monday at 3 o'clock. But I hope that you'll have Bible in hand at times this weekend and ask the Lord what he is showing you through the COVID-19 pandemic as well as uh, the demonstrations here in America. Until Monday, hey, stay safe. I'm Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. Look forward to seeing you on Monday. God bless and have a wonderful Jesus-filled weekend. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.